You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. The heart of this program is to call God's people to repentance and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Well, welcome to the VOR radio show. Wow, man, it is the year 2023. And I don't know about you, but I am excited about the Lord's doing. I'm excited about what he's going to do in this year. There is an urgency in my spirit. There is an, an anointing that when we get on the airwaves and we get on broadcasting, that we start speaking the word of the Lord, we're going to see things happen. And there was something that the Lord put in my spirit about gates, city gates. And that's what I talked a little bit about, taking cities for God. The Lord put this word and he says, gates, gates of cities, gates of regions. The gates in ancient times was where the watchmen kept watch. It's where decrees were given. It's where prayers were released. It's where important things took place at the city gates. Society and cultures all came together at a, in a city. What is a city? A city is a cluster of people that come together to do commerce, to educate, to govern, to do things of great importance. That is why the greatest principalities and powers occupy gates. They occupy entrances into places. The reality is this. Our local churches have forgotten about reaching the cities. There has been a breach between the city and the church. The church has stayed in its own four walls while the city goes to hell. The church has stayed in its four walls while the city is perishing. And God is calling the church to get out of their stinking thinking, to get out of their four walls, their their boxed-in ideas, and go and reach their cities It is now, now. The reality is this, we we were doing so many things for the community that I've seen churches say, well, we're helping the community do this. We're helping the community do that. But you're not winning souls in the community anymore. You have neglected it. Instead, you got stuck in your religious order, your religious spirits. And the Lord is going to empty big churches out. Big churches are not growing because people are getting saved. Big churches are growing because they took, their, they took the, sh- the people out of the small churches. They stole them, took them from the small churches, and now they're in these big churches. But the Lord is about to empty these churches, and people are looking for truth. People are looking for awakening in their city. Something is going to take place that people are going to start hearing what the Lord is saying. It's time for the church to reclaim the gates of their cities. When the Lord speaks, we need to listen. As I heard the word gates, the Holy Spirit led me to a library of books 
I have a library of books. I have a library of books on training and equipping. I have a library of books on revival and awakening, historical and present. And he led me to a book called Taking Our Cities for God by John Dawson. Amazing. To how to break spiritual strongholds to unite churches in prayer and action. Do you know that's the hardest thing to do is to bring churches together to pray and fast and seek the Lord for their city? Oh, it's okay if it's going to be about their church and it's about promotion. But to pray? To them, prayer is like, it's not important. It's not a priority. Fasting? Oh, it's not a priority. Prayer and fasting and repentance are going to become priority again. This is how these encounters are birthed through prayer, through fasting, through through, uh, repentance and seeking God besides your church, besides your pastor, besides your denomination. This is a God thing. Another book that I have in my possession, it's an e-book, is Possessing the Gates of Your Enemies by Cindy Jacobs. Genesis chapter 27, verse 14, God speaks to Abraham and says, I will bless and multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand on the seashore, and your offspring will possess the gates of its enemies. (laughs) Your offspring will possess the gates of your enemies. Can you think about this? The Lord is speaking to Abraham, Abraham and Sarah. I'm going somewhere here. Abraham and Sarah are barren. They want a child. They want to have children. And God is telling them, your offspring is going to multiply as the stars of the heaven and the sand on the sea. Can you even, you can't even count the sand on the sea, nor the stars in the heavens. And I'm sure Abraham is is like thinking, Lord, but I'm almost close to 100 years old. And Sarah's 80. How are we going to have children? We haven't had, we, we're we barren. We, we, I'm sure people around them mocked them and laughed at them because they couldn't have children. And I bet Abraham and Sarah were sad at times because they desired to have a child. Why? Because they have so much to give to those children. They had no offspring. Can you imagine? This is faith. And God is speaking to somebody that has been barren. And it's saying, you will bear life. You will have offspring that is numerous. In the natural, it seems impossible. But with God, all things are possible. I was listening to a message from Bishop Kevin Wallace from Redemption of the Nations Church. You need to connect and start hearing some of those powerful messages by Bishop Kevin Wallace. Uh, He's he's out of Tennessee. and he preached a message that's, that barrenness is canceled, that many have felt barren like nothing is producing. It hit me right there. You know, I'm Isaac. My name is Isaac. Isaac means child of laughter. Isaac means the child of promise. He came out of barrenness. He was birthed out of barrenness. He's a child of revival. He awakens dead things. He, he brings life to what seems like it's dead. He is the promise of outpouring. Yet, I'm sure Abraham was like, I don't see it, I don't feel it, but I believe it. Yet God keeps reminding, just like he did Abraham, he's reminding me, I will multiply your seed and your offspring, 
And you will look in the natural and say, oh, Lord, I don't have any offspring of my own. I'm talking about me. Yet. You're telling me this. It's hard seeing everyone around us have children. I'm talking about me, me and my wife. We almost feel like this Abraham and Isaac and and also like Zacharias and Elizabeth. Everybody around us having children and out of wedlock and not married and they're having kids. And we're over here like we want kids, you know, go to doctors and see what they can do. But it's already been now 12 years. But the Lord keeps reminding me there's nothing too impossible for me. And I'm telling you, you can get sad. You can (laughs) want to throw in the towel. Because God promised we would have offspring. Because the devil knows if we have children, they're going to be greater in the, the anointing. They're going to be greater in the move of God than ever before. They're going to be threats to his kingdom. That's why it's a hold. That's why there's been a delay. But the time is coming where the children are coming. Can I can imagine how Abraham and Sarah felt and Zacharias and Elizabeth and Hannah and her husband. It was a disgrace and curse to not have children. I was in Africa one time and the minister asked if I had children. I said, yes, I'm married, but we haven't been able to conceive as yet. And he said, I had a curse on my life and we need to pray it off. It's a curse to be barren in Africa, he said. That's a sign you're not blessed and that you have a generational curse. Maybe he's right, but I asked the Lord, how can I break this? I guess I'm off subject here, but I'm going somewhere. It's going to cost you a lot to want to pursue revival and the move of God. Many are not going to do it because the cost is too great. And I still believe that in the promise of children. But I have made up my mind that despite the hurt, despite the brokenness, the void, I cannot stop. I cannot stop pursuing God and revival and what is coming. Understand this. If I stop doing what the Lord called me to do, because he called me from my mother's womb to be a voice, to be a prophetic voice, to see the move of God, to see the promise of revival in my regions and cities and the nations of the world. If I stop doing that, my life would begin to deteriorate. My life will begin to go downhill because that is what keeps me moving. That is what keeps me moving forward. It gives me life every day to keep doing this, keep doing this, to keep pastoring, to keep giving, to keep teaching, to keep sharing, to keep giving, giving of finances, giving of times, giving of resources, giving of all that I have because I'm all in this. I It's revival or die. Like Dr. Michael Brown has a book. It's revival or we die. <laughs> you got to be that desperate. I decided I am pressing forward and I don't care who's following me. I don't care who's going to catch up with me. You better catch up because I'm moving fast and I'm praying that the Lord will bring those who are running. I call them forerunners. They're going before. They're preparing the way. This is not the time to back down. Adversity is heating up, but don't give up. Don't quit. Keep on moving. It's going to be worth it all. Why? I said, Lord, for all that the enemy has done to stop me, the family crisis, the battles that we're facing, the people around me that are not concerned about so winning, the people that take away from you and don't pour into your life. I said, it's revival or die. 
And I'm not backing down in 2023. And I'm not waiting for someone to finally get on board. You're going to have to catch up with me. And I'm not stopping. I have a mandate from God to take my territory. And I see revival, reformation, and the glory of God invade cities. I'm seeing bigger. I have a bigger vision. I'm seeing clearer. And I don't know about you. It's time for you to get clearer vision. You're seeing the small picture. But God thinks bigger. God thinks people. God wants souls. God wants a harvest. Come on. I'm preaching today. And when it invades cities, come on, somebody. When it invades cities, it's going to transform nations. Because when we think about cultures, when we think about nations, we're not talking just about countries. We are talking about people groups. We are talking about ethnic groups. We are talking about tribes. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is made up of what? Tribes, nations, and countries that are coming together because God is not a racist God. This spirit of racism, this spirit of disunity, this segregation that we have beginning in the body of Christ needs to break. This religious spirits are going to have to break. And revival comes to contend against religious spirits. There's a contending that's going on. And I'm telling you, there's a confrontation that is about to happen between this religious spirit in our churches and the spirit of revival and awakening that is about to invade our nation. Listen to me. This is not some kind of pep talk. We prayed. We have fasted. We have interceded. But we didn't take action. It's time to declare and prophesy to the winds, the four winds, the north, the south, the east, and the west. The Bible says that the Lord took Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 37, and he dropped them in a valley of dry bones. And he said, prophesy to the bones. Can these bones live? Ezekiel, can these bones live? And he said, Lord, only you know. So he says, after you prophesy, now declare and speak and prophesy to the four winds. The four winds, the winds of the spirit are blowing from the north, the south, the east, and the west. I'm in the south. I'm in the south. And in the south is a time to take territory. In the south, the wind of God is blowing. He's blowing uh, uh, on dry bones. He's blowing on dry, dead religion. I prayed against dry, dead religion and the power of principalities of witchcraft that occupy our region. And I said, something is shifting. We're breaking through. We're breaking through at the gateway. Edinburgh, Texas is the gateway, the entrance. It's called the future gateway of the Rio Grande Valley. And that is where God is moving. And it is time to start taking territory. It is time to start taking cities. Something happens when the Ruach, the Ruach is the breath of God, the spirit of God. It's the wind of the Holy Spirit begins to blow upon regions and territories and cities and nations and countries. I think we have been thinking so small that we have been reaping a small harvest. We're satisfied with a few people in our church, a few souls getting saved when there are thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and even millions in cities that need the gospel and awakening. This is the year to throw down the old way of thinking and get God's perspective on the harvest. 
That's why revival is not the way people think. Revival is not just for a three-day tent revival for your youth, a three-day tent revival for your congregation. No, it is for to reach the city. Revival is for a church so they can get revived, so they can awaken a sleeping city. I'm passionate. I'm on fire here. This is my program. This is my broadcast. I'm, this is my network that the Lord has given me. And I'm looking for other voices who have the same passion and the same heart to do the same thing. Thank you, God. It's time for whole cities to come to the Lord. Churches need a new focus to reach the lost in their city. And to do that, we're going to have to go outside of our four walls and find strategic ways to have citywide revivals and crusades. It's going to take place with a movement of unity. The first place that God is looking to unify the body of Christ is in prayer and fasting and repentance. If we can get that right, how is God going to give us a city? If it doesn't start in your own life, how is God going to give you your family? How is he going to give you your household? How is he going to give you what you desire when you don't have time for him? It's time to get a different perspective. I'm on fire and I'm believing that the zeal of God is filling me with this move. And I am so passionate. I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines and seeing God move and I don't move. I'm taking action and you can come with me or you can stay behind. But many are not listening and many will stay behind because they're so focused on their own selves and they've forgotten about a dying world that is going to hell and they don't care. May God give you passion for souls again. May God give you passion for reaching the loss. And that starts with me. The Lord is saying it's time for you to reach souls, Isaac. It is time for the voice of revival to stop just being a podcast or broadcast just on one single station. I want you to reach the globe. And it's going to start with you taking your city for Jesus Christ. Woo! There's some fire here. There's some fire coming. I, oh, my goodness. It's time and it's going to take up time. It's going to be a movement of unity involving prayer and fasting. It's not going to have any superstars or celebrity Christian celebrities. Listen to me. The church will run to a concert. A church will run when there's a big speaker that comes. Even here in the valley, I've seen it. When a big concert comes and a big name Christian artist from the radio comes, it gets jam-packed. But you call prayer, you call fasting, you call people to come together just to do that? Oh, I thought it was a concert. Oh, I thought it was going to be just for pastors. There's a religious spirit that needs to be broken off of this valley because it's more than just what happens here. Cities are under a, this oppressive religious spirit, and that's why we haven't taken our cities for God. I'm sold out. I'm radical revivalist, and I'm looking for those who will contend with me for the Holy Spirit to invade their cities and regions. The Lord stirred me to search for books, and I told you, it's time to take our cities for God. I'm coming to an end right here in this program. I think that the Lord already has spoken enough, and he's really stirring us. If you don't get with this, we're going to miss the move of God. I am a watchman. 
the VOR Watchmen. And I see when revival is coming, and I am telling you, it is right in front of us. But many are blind, and many don't want to hear, but you're about to see the Lord move. And you're going to know that the Lord spoke. I don't just give you a prophetic word just to make myself popular or make people follow me. I give a prophetic word to let you know that God is speaking and we need to move. We need to hear. We need to get involved. Praise the Lord. Father, I thank you right now for your word that is going forth through the airwaves. We're reaching cities through this broadcast. We're reaching nations through this broadcast. We're believing for our region. And I pray, Father, for those in different cities to get the same passion and fire for let us pray, to let us come together, to let us have an encounter, to let us have a move of your spirit, Father. I'm praying, God, that you would turn cities that I believe without a shadow of doubt, Father, that missionaries are coming back into America to reach the lost. There's going to be a wide call to evangelism and missions. Evangelism and missions. It is the awakening to come. It is the blueprint, Father, that you are showing me that is happening now. Oh, Father, give us the harvest. Father, we declare, God, as we go forth outside of our four walls of our churches and we take this movement forward and public, Lord, we will reach thousands. Thousands are coming to the Lord, Father. We, we, it can be a crisis all around us. There's going to be judgment and there's going to be revival, Father. There's going to be awakening and there's going to be crisis. But God, you're in the middle of it all and you're calling your people right now. I feel your presence in this, in this studio. I feel your presence right now in this room, Father. Invade the people, Father. Let your spirit, let this spirit of revival that is stirring in me Affect them, Father. Let it be a time, Father, where we get off our butts, God. We get off our blessed assurance and we step up to the plate. It's time to stop playing church and be the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the VOR radio show, radio program, radio broadcast. We broadcast here on ICYB Radio and then we hear us on our podcast. Get ready because we're taking this network, we're taking this network to our city, to our regions, and to the places all around the world. You're going to hear the VOR network is being heard around the globe. We're not stopping. We're believing for God to invade the cities, regions, and territories. My friends, revival is here and awakening is coming. Awakening is coming. Awakening is coming to your city, coming to your region, and coming to the nations of the world. Why? Because Jesus is coming soon. This is Isaac Gabriel Gutierrez with the VOR Broadcast Network saying, will you be a voice of revival for your generation? Get the word out, share this, and let people know now is the time to take cities for God. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.